This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that fucking goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show. Though Mal Duri, I am your host. Come everything sport, international, local. Boy, do I have a wicked show in store for you today. Now it's not just because he played for my team. You know how I feel about my team at the moment. Kind of mixed about it. It's also because he had a wicked career. He's had a book out recently. He was the uh, most expensive teenager moving to Arsenal from Notts County and played a Champions League final in 2006-2007. Jermaine Pennant scored a hat trick on his full Premier League debut. Played in the Champions League final and went to play on for Real Zaragoza, Arsenal, Liverpool. He's played for some of the best managers in the world, which I'm going to pick his brain on, and he's now doing other wicked things in football. He's made over 350 appearances for 15 clubs, and we sit down with him today to go over his wicked career. Make sure you tune in. Remember, guys, remember, don't distract yourself. Don't get yourselves in a twist. Go get yourself some water, get yourself something to drink, and come back here on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show. Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that fucking goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. We are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm really happy that we're going to get a chance to spend this hour together. And we've got a wicked guest in store today, Jermaine Pennant. Welcome to the show, my man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Hey, listen, it's great to be here. We've had a chat. I feel like we've had the first show in the car on the way here. (laughs) That was good. That was really good. A lot of information. I was picking his brain on a lot of things. Uh, Man, where do we start with you? Listen, you've done some great things in your career. Notts County is where I want to start with you. Um, What was it like being the next prodigy to hit English football um, do you know when you're at that age you, you don't it doesn't really affect you mm. um, you know you hear all the fuss and you hear the headlines in the newspapers um, but it, it doesn't really affect you you just go out there play your football you enjoy it you know even when you're at home you're playing football with your mates yeah. you, you know you, it really doesn't you know drill in or sink in you yeah. it's when you start getting a little bit older and you start realising that you know you're starting to get recognised that's when you know you think oh hold on I'm, I'm a big deal now. Yeah. What, what age was that when you started to get recognised? Um, I think it was the, f- the first year when I signed for um, Arsenal. Yeah. So I would have been 15 going on 16. Okay. And that's when I was in the back of the, the newspapers. And, yeah. you know, was that uh, weird seeing your, your face in the back? It was weird, yeah. I remember <laughs> when it, the, the first day we signed, my dad bought about, you know, 10 packs of the newspapers right. to take home to, nice. to, to share to the family. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was it was right and then it started to get a little bit surreal um, being at Arsenal how did you find out you were going to be at Arsenal did you get a call did you get a uh, it, was, it was literally an agent came knocking at the door and, and with, my, with my dad uh-huh. and I said right son we're, we're going down the M1 we're going to London yeah. I didn't really know what was going on so yeah. I asked well, where we're we going dad and we're going to Arsenal 
I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, from not scouting to Arsenal, it's, it's, it's always a, a, a young player dream to play at big clubs and against and with um, big players. So, yeah. You, yeah, it was great. You walk into that dressing room now, day one, look around, who are the players you're seeing? Oh, it's, it's daunting, let me tell you that. So let's just start with, you've got Thierry Henry. Oof. And then look to the left, you've got Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah. Then you've got Robert Perez. Patrick Vieira Emmanuel Petit Marco Overmars <laughs> Ashley Cole Tony man. Adams oh, David man. Seaman well, What's going through your head as a youngster going into that kind of dressing room? Well at that age I didn't get um, you know shoved straight in yeah. because obviously we stayed with the academy because I was so young yeah. but obviously on the training pitch and the next to us but, and every day you know getting changed and walking onto the pitch and seeing them train next to you mm. you know sometimes we used to stand there and we, we didn't train yet we let them start and just have a little <laughs> You know, stand there in awe and go, yeah. oh my God, you know, to watch, watch how they're doing, how, you know, big, big Arsene Wenger will take the sessions yeah. and how he interacts with the players. Um, so it was great. And, you know, th- it made you give you that ambition. Oh, we, well, I want to get there. I yeah. want to, to get out of this academy now and, and jump, jump start my career. Yeah. And you, and so you come in there and you see, and you mentioned just now, Arsene Wenger, you see him taking these sessions. Now, a lot has been said about when he came into English football, how he revolutionized English football. Hmm. How was his training sessions? Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Um, and to this day, I will say he's been one of my best coaches, or, or if not the best man uh, coach, my uh, manager football coach. So um, it was just different back then. Yeah. You know, it'll be little simple things like passing the ball. He would hate it if you would pass the ball behind the player or if you pass it and it had a couple of bubbles where I'd take a few touches he would hate it because mm. that's a split second gone and in football that is massive mm. so it always introduced a pass ball in front so he has to run onto it without really you know having a second touch he can take one touch into his plate and then you know that gives you that little bit of advantage simple things like that where you'd, you'd think yeah, that's, that's nothing but actually you know he used to go get crazy when, when he didn't do it right mm. and it, also a lot was talked about the sports science element of things when he did come in and he switched yeah. Up everything. Oh yeah. How 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 much of that was a drastic change? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. You know? <laughs> Waking up first thing in the morning, there's no orange juice. <laughs> he wouldn't let you have orange. No, juice? it was water. Really, it was water. Okay. Yeah, I think because of the orange juice, the, the sugars and, and and whatnot. So, you know, you'd have your, your, your syrup kind of drinks, which was uh, you know destined and uh, specific, uh, very specific to your body. Yeah. How you know you, what, what your body needs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there was no cokes. There was no lemonades flowing about. There was right. none of that. Yeah, so it was it was, it was tough at times. But you, you get used to it. You get used to it. Yeah, and I, and I remember one of my favourite um, footballers of all time, Ian Wright, saying, "But no biscuits at halftime." Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? No. What did you guys have at halftime in between? Um, um, in you between used to have uh, these little sachets of jelly. Okay. Energy okay. kind of boosting. Electrolytes. Yeah, electrolytes mm-hmm. stuff like that, and mm-hmm. stuff and electrolytes in your drinks as well, in your waters. Right. And this might sound weird, but you would also give you sugar cubes. Square, do you know the square sugar cubes? Yeah. It would give like a, a couple of them. Just just, uh, just, just sugar cubes, put it in, let it dissolve. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that glucose, that the sugar, it will yeah. just literally give you, that's what energy is. So that's right. what it, and it'll give you a burst of energy. Interesting. So in those, what were those, um, what was the dressing room like at that time? I know you I know eventually you broke into the team, but what was it like at the time? With A lot of it's been made of, he doesn't really talk to the players as much. He doesn't really talk as much or get involved. He lets the players yeah. lead the yeah. dressing room. What was that like? He, he didn't really get verbally angry mm-hmm. half time you know your team talk 
he didn't really do that. He had the, he had the personalizer and, and the captains there who did that. So you had, you know, Patrick Vieira, mm. vocal. Mm. Had Tony Adams at the time when he was captain, yeah. very vocal. Yeah. And Thierry, if, if, if the game wasn't going well and he wanted more out of his players and himself, he'll be vocal. Yeah. So you had a lot of people who would only do that if the game ain't going well, you know. So he didn't need to also get involved as well, but he would obviously you know give his input his tactics see what's right what's wrong what they can change and then he'll let the boys talk amongst themselves and organise it if he kicked off then it was something really bad really yeah for him to kick off has he, ever kicked, has, he, has he ever kicked off when you were in dressing room yeah yeah, what, yeah remember, I think I can't I think Thierry was shouting at someone and he just he just like stood up I went Thierry no enough now this is enough <laughs> and it's this arse is big arse is big he's a big, he's a big guy he's a big guy so it's a little bit daunting I was yeah. like a little kid going oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yes sir okay I'm not looking you went to play for um, Watford Leeds Birmingham Liverpool Portsmouth Stoke Wolves Wigan Tampines Rovers FC PC you played for a lot yeah. how was the culture's helped you shape as a personality as a character yeah it's, it, it definitely does help you know different cultures different styles different managers mm. um, it, it definitely does um, you know create you as, as, a, as a human being yeah you know not being narrow minded and seeing different ways of life of course it's going to help me and 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 I've respected it even more. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you can have it fantastic. Sometimes you've got to, you know, dig deep uh, yeah. um, with, with training kit and training grounds and facilities. So I've, I've had best of both. Wicked. Put it that way. Wicked. Very, very interesting. you got to stay tuned for more, though, because coming up next, we're talking about the importance of mental health in the game and in life. With, with my man, Jermaine uh, Penn, in the building. He's, he's got me mixed up tongue twisted because he plays golf with Jermaine Genus and Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Trevor Nelson. Trevor Sinclair. See what you got, you got me going. I'm missing London too much. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, catching everything sport, international, local. Remember, you can always catch our shows on podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Angami. Or even if you prefer a visual and want to see my guest's face, then go over there on the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio. And you can catch our shows thanks to Super Mario and Gabby in the Pulse95 Radio team who make it work. Right, okay, let's get straight into it. Jermaine. Ken is in the building We're talking a lot Behind the scenes That's why I'm cracking up My man's in the building Thank you very much For joining my man Hi right, listen It's a pleasure Hey listen We've had we had good chats already And I think the Behind the scenes Is just as good As what we're talking on air But one of the things We talk about a lot When it comes down To the game And some of the people Asked it on the Insta live Is mental health Yeah Now Where is a footballer Mentally When he no longer Can do What he loves doing For a living uh, I say it's probably the lowest point of his of his career and his life. It's it's a very very hard to adapt from going from you know waking up every day, seeing your teammates training hard, you 
know, putting your body through, you know, that intense uh, regime, you know, having a lifestyle from, yeah, what, at the age of 16 till your, your late 30s. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, that's get, that's that's taken away. Mm. It's it's definitely it's hard to, you know, change that and and change that mindset. And you, you know, you get very low. Mm. Um, not probably uh, for many different reasons. You know, if the financially the financially stable side of things can can start, you know, creeping in, and you start worrying about where's where my where's my work coming from, where's my next job going to be, um, how am I going to get the pay the mortgage or just whatever, you know. Mm people everyone have different um, situations and there's the also you know I, I miss seeing my friends I miss seeing my teammates I, I miss that rush I get that adrenaline from when I'm at training and playing in front of them fans and, and that all gets taken away it's, it's, it's you, you know it's, it's tough so you have to be very strong and if, yeah. and if you've not and you've not prepared yourself for that time mm. then you know people really go to a dark place yeah and, and when, when you're playing in your career how does a player deal with not playing when they know they have a lot to offer on the pitch. Yeah, that's one of my um, dark sins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly, it's one of the worst because, like I said, you, you love playing football and, yeah. you know, there's no better buzz than being on that pitch. And, you know, it's no fault to the player who's in front of you if the manager picks him. But you, you feel you know you're better. Um, the, the coach probably knows you're better, but mm. you're not getting that chance to, sh- to, to sh- um, you know, showcase your skills. Yeah. And you're sitting on the bench after game, after week, after game. It, it drags you down. It starts, you, you know, starts, you know, getting to you and eating at you. Mm. And then if you're not a professional, you're not mentally strong, mm. you will then start slipping and coming off the rails. Mm. And then you'll start, you know, not giving it 110% or 100% in, in training. Yeah. You start losing a little bit of focus. You know, you start sulking around yeah. the around the training ground, and the manager will see that and pick on it, and use that use that as an excuse not to play you. Mm. And then you just fi- find yourself slipping down the order slowly by slowly by slowly. See, that's interesting. How much how much training happens off the field? Like things like the psychological part of the game or the mental game, as you've mentioned. Mm. How much of that is off the field when you're facing these these challenges? Um, I, I guess now there's a lot more being imp- um, you know put into place mm-hmm. for these things because um, mental awareness. Has, has got a lot bigger now yeah. and you know people are speaking about it more and coming out and more so there's more awareness now but I would say my playing days early playing days and towards the end there wasn't really a lot, a lot there mm. you'd go training do your work and then you'd be off home yeah. to do whatever to your families your friends and whatever you're going to do so there's no one really there to speak to especially if you was down and you know I think players do find it hard to maybe knock on a manager's door yeah. to say look manager I'm feeling like this because you don't want the manager to feel that you know, we can't just turn you on the pitch because yeah. you're not, you know, mentally there. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it was difficult. But now I feel there's more in place um, in, the, in the modern game. So interesting. See, I told you guys, we're, we're, we're already two segments in. <laughs> yeah, Dan is coming up. So I'm going to let that happen. And as soon as we come back, I'm going to put Jermaine through the fire round. You know what to expect in the fire round. He's going to be right back after the Dan. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's 
sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Now, if you're just tuning in and kicking yourself for missing the show, don't worry, you can catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like the podcast, or even if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and you can catch all our shows. Thanks to Super Mario and Gabby in the backroom staff for doing some great things with the episodes. Right, Jermaine. Let's go. Fire round time. <laughs> I was going to say fire in the booth. <laughs> it's fire round time. So for all those that are wondering, what is fire round? Fire round is basically where I put the guest under the fire round to ask him questions or topics that he can comment on. He's got one word up to a sentence and nothing is wrong. It's just opinion. So let's see how he feels about it. Let's get the music going on. Oh, see, now you know it's serious. We've got some skepta. <laughs> All right. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from someone who's played the Champions League final. All right. Um, toughest defender to play against? Oh, easy. Ashley Cole. Veganism? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first track that comes to mind on your playlist? Uh, Chris Brown. Um, undecided. Okay. Undecided. Best football moment? Champions League final. Role model? John Barnes Martin Keown <laughs> Scary <laughs> Favourite current athlete uh, oh, Stephen Curry Oh nice Okay Yeah Stephen Curry um, If you could sit around a table With anyone around the world Who yeah. would it be? Could be two I'll, I'll give you two people If you want right. Barack Obama Okay And Tiger Woods Mmm I didn't see that either Most influential manager Oh That's a tough one Thank you uh, Arsene Wenger Nice Tea or coffee? Tea Best captain? Steven Gerrard Harry Redknapp <laughs> Absolute character <laughs> uh, Tony Adams Fantastic captain Dennis Burkamp Absolute monster Nice Very nice Why did a chicken cross the road? A bunch of young men <laughs> guess the nuggets <laughs> <laughs> Who would you rather be playing for? Pep Guardiola or Klopp? Ah, Klopp all day <laughs> Klopp all day long How do you reset? Oh, um, meditate very nice. Is there any football out there that reminds you of you when you were playing? Um, I don't know. The game's kind of changed now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mo Salah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thierry Henry or Brazilian Ronaldo? Yeah, I'm putting you on the fire round. I told you. I'm so sorry, Thierry, but Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. Aguero or Harry Kane? Aguero. Rio Ferdinand or John Terry? Rio. Peter Crouch. Oh, man, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. I love him. Mane or Salah? This is this is horrible. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they're so important. Mane at the minute, Mane. Okay. Just for this season. I don't I don't normally like to follow the trend, but Messi or Ronaldo. I'm Messi. Okay. What was it like playing on a windy night in Stoke? 
Oh, not pretty, put it that way. I just ask myself, why am I here? <laughs> What's the best shirt you have swapped? Messi. You got a shirt? Yeah, yeah, when when I was in Spain for that year. Oh, you paid for Zaragoza? Zaragoza. Real Zaragoza. Very nice. You got the accent as well. Um, the best player you played with? It's probably Tor- 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 Torres, Gerard, Henri, but I'm going to go Henri. Henri. Nice. nice. Henri. Is the championship really harder than the Premier League? Yeah. Favourite cheat meal? Oh... Nando's. <laughs> Nando's. It's not cheap, is it? It's not cheap. No. That's a, fo- I'll, that's I'll, a footballer, I'll, though. Yeah, I rate yeah, you for I'll, saying that, though. I'll, I'll go with McDonald's. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go with McDonald's. <laughs> okay. The Indian Super League. Great experience. Mm. I, I enjoyed the great experience. Fans was lovely. Yeah. Fans was crazy. Um, Portsmouth achieved European football in 2008-2009 thanks to an FA Cup win over Cardiff. What was that experience like playing under Harry Redknapp and Tony Adams? Both different contrast managers mm. got there. Um, you know, Tony was chilled and cool, and Harry was just, you know, Harry. Yeah. I'm sure we've all seen clips of Harry, but it's a great experience under both of them. Excellent. Um, have you ever come off uh, in a game wondering how you lost that game and you had the game of your life? Yeah. What game? Um, it was Liverpool. Oh, who did we play? I can't remember the team now. I have to come back to on this one, but I can't remember the team. But we didn't win. But we battered them, and I was unbelievable. And Rafa said, "Don't worry. It's one of them games, which it does happen." Yeah. Um, and advice to any young prospect at the moment now playing football, wanting to get into football. Um, um, stay positive always train hard um, give 100% in training and have a great attitude and if you've got the potential and the skill then that should you know lead you into the right direction do you play fantasy football uh, not this season but I usually do okay because someone asked me just now who have you got on your team yeah <laughs> I, my last team was very good but I didn't do one this year alright if you were in fantasy football what would you be rated <laughs> 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 what is the, what does it rate you right now? How does it rate? I mean, is it not on cash? Yeah. So let's say you've got Salah at 12, 12 point, mil, 12.5. 12. 12. 12. 12. Yeah. And then you've got the the the, the suit check at yeah, 5.5. I'm getting giving me probably 8, you know, close 8. Hey, I'll 7. take that. 7.98. I'll take that. that. Listen, you've done, you've done pretty well, man. You've done... Yeah. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You're right. <laughs> and it has been a... Another one. It has been another one. You're, finally, your experience on the Halftime Show. Um, oh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and if I'm back in Dubai, which I'm always in Dubai, um, I'll definitely come on again. Excellent, excellent. Well, we've got one more segment coming up, guys. So just enjoy a little bit of Maria Maria on uh, Pulse95 Radio on the Halftime Show and the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! 
Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for spending this time with us today. Jermaine Pennis in the building. We've had a wicked show. And if you're tuned in on the Instagram Live, thank you very much for all your comments and your questions. It's been fantastic. And also, thank you for everyone who's tuning in on YouTube Live as well. Boom. There, there, there. Thank you very much for sending us your energy and your love. We've loved it. The fire round was actually one of my favorites. I'm not going to lie. Um, from all the fire rounds we've done, because I put him on the spot a couple of times, the chicken road <laughs> nuggets one, I think it's probably stands out for me and the Nando's conversation so if you did miss it head over to the YouTube channel check it out wicked wicked show right a um, couple of questions I was asking Jermaine um, the, we had some questions coming in who, who said that oh yeah uh, Masoud asks how how does he maintain mental peace when he needed to deal with uncertainty good question yeah um you just got to stay focused, you know, you've got to stay focused on getting my hand, what, what, what your objective is and, you know, if it's going to start affecting your career. Mm-hmm. So if you don't stay focused and, and be a professional in that sport, wherever it is, yeah. you know, when your chance comes and you're not, you know, ready, you're going to jeopardize your career yeah. in a way. So it's like, you know, buying your nose by your face in, in a way. Yeah. So you've got to keep strong, have good people around you, family, um, and, and just stay on the straight and narrow as best as, as best as can yeah and and you're someone that's been very open and very honest about your career which is something that I really admire mm. um, if you could go back and speak to younger Jermaine Pennant right now yeah. talented yeah. A young prodigy yeah. someone that's coming on the scene yeah. and gets an opportunity to join a big club would you tell them take your time in the academy or jump 100%. up to a big club I would say um Enjoy your football. Mm. You know, there's no rush. If you've got, if you're a time to play, and, and these teams want you, they're still going to want you in a year or two, and if not even more so, if you're doing well at a smaller club. Yeah. Um, find your feet, get used to it. Um, playing in first team football, getting that experience, because then when you do jump up to a bigger, uh, bigger league, big competition, you're you're ready already. You're yeah. Prepared, and and you're going to get that attitude. And you're going to get that um, professionalism in you. Yeah. Um, so that would be my advice. Can I ask you a question as well? Um, why do English players go to Germany? What is it about Germany that develops talent? It's, it's, it's a great question. I, I think they're just not scared of playing young players. Mm. Um, and, and the football, it, it must be a little bit, I don't know, uh, easier, not as fast as, as the Premier League because Premier League is the fastest paced um, game on, in, in, in all the leagues. Yeah. So I guess that the teams are not scared to nurture young players and get the best out of them. Um, and, and the way they play their football must suit you know, English young players. Yeah. Um, so I feel in England, obviously, the team is so... so in demand in England and they're fighting for everything so they're scared to nurture young players and take that risk yeah. they'd rather just you know send them off and let's see if they get the potential in Germany yeah. and bring them back when they're starlets yeah yeah. it's, it's, it's somewhat of a factory yeah. Germany's turned into we've seen Jude Bellingham go there you've seen players like Reiner go there you've seen players like Alf Haaland go there yeah. as well um, when it comes down to, to, to that why can't we I mean, not sorry, we, but UK yeah. do that where we have academies or divisions for players to be nurtured. Yeah. Or is that because Germany is a higher level? It's a, yeah, Germany is a higher level. You look at their youth set up, you know, their youth team, your national youth team, you know, you know, three quarters of that went on to the first team and won the World Cup. Yeah. Um, so I feel Germany's got a, a better way of nurturing and sending youth uh, players off into academies for to, to nurture is not as good as playing against the teams like Bayern. Munich, yeah, you know, yeah, Dortmunds, um, yeah. Berlin. 
in. So um, if they're going to get that opportunity playing in that kind of league, um, they will obviously you know come back a, a better player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hassan's got a question here. Who's going to win the title this year? Um, it's tight. It's going to be a lot tighter than last season, 100%. But I'm going with the mighty Reds. And that's not Man United. That is Liverpool. <laughs> I repeat, not Man United, Liverpool. That's a good point. Uh, has he been to any uh, pro women's matches? Almas is asking. Um, I don't think I have been to, but I've watched. Yeah. I've watched uh, some games. Um, you know, I've watched the World Cup women's, and I was yeah. heavily invested in that. What do you think of that? Um, yeah, I think some of the, some good players out there. Some yeah. very, very good women players. Um, I, I enjoyed the football. Um, American Christian Pulis developed with Dortmund. That's what Almas is saying. She's a big footballer as well, and she's saying, "Do you have any favourite women's players?" Oh uh, yeah, I do. Uh, it was a right back for England. Lucy Bronze. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she was. Uh, she, she. I thought she had a wonderful World Cup. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Great. Athletic is fantastic. Um, up and down, and you know, skill. So I thought, yeah, Lucy definitely. Definitely. Wasn't Here's one. a question for me, T. When you were playing at Arsenal, did you ever play against the women's? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think that would be fair. Like they were, they were really good. They, they, they was good at one point, weren't they? The they women. won the quadruple. Yeah, they, they went on to some big things. Um, no, we didn't. We didn't play against each other. Now. Okay, no. all right. Um, Jermaine, you're doing some great things at the moment. Now um, you're going around. You're talking to, to different organisations, different schools, mm. uh, doing stuff on radio, obviously, and speaking to a lot of people. Um, what can we expect from you in, in, in the coming year, in 2021? Um, well, fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know, with the pandemic and yeah. lighting up and open up some more doors for myself. But uh, you know, I, I've, I thoroughly enjoy media. Yeah. So obviously, when I get back home, I'll be back in back in the office on on, on Talk Sport Radio. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, get on Sky Sports and, nice. and do some more punditry stuff. So, and I might even start doing my badges as well. Hey, we spoke yeah. about that in the so, car. Um, I'm gonna, oh, oh, well, you know, we have to see how that can work during yeah. this 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 pandemic um, and when it can re- re- restart and schedule. But yeah. Hopefully, I will do that. As and well. you and you've you've worked under a lot of coaches. Do you see a lot of coaches in your style of coaching and vice versa? Well, do you know what? I have had a lot of coaches, so I yeah. will be taking bits yeah. and bobs from the best of, of, of all I've worked with. Um, I think I'll be, on the coach side, be a, a very good man management coach. I was going to ask you yeah. that. Um, would you be more of the person who's arm around the shoulder, or would yeah, you know someone 100%, that? because I know what it's like when you're feeling low, and you know when your manager comes up to you and reassures you, yeah. that, don't worry, you know, you know, I, I, I've got a lot of faith in you, and that is go- that goes a long way. Yeah, that absolutely. Goes a long way. Absolutely. Listen, it's it is full time, man. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's it's flown by. One note to the Reds, so I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that because I'm an Arsenal fan as well. So <laughs> uh, thank you so much, thank man. You, um, pleasure. It's been, it's been an honour to host you on the Halftime Show. And uh, that drive back is going to be even more interesting now. Yeah. We've got chicken nuggets coming you made earlier. Um, do you have a, can they follow you on social media as well? Oh, of course, again, yeah. Jermaine Seven Pennant, just feel free to yeah. follow and interact, and I'll do my best. Fantastic. Thank you very much, man. And thank you guys for listening and tuning into the Halftime Show. As always, we produce the best guests in town and uh, Jermaine has been here and been an incredible guest I'm going to actually put this up on YouTube as well so the fire round you're going to definitely want to watch out if you've missed it you can catch us uh, every Monday Wednesday and Saturday 3 to 4 and thanks to Super Mario and Gabby they will have the shows up Jermaine appreciate you my bro I love so much alright take care guys all the best have have a great day afternoon Karak is up next with Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah enjoy peace and love I'm out This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.